You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. April, Colorado. We're sitting here. We're going to record the March updates for what's going on up and down the front range between Pueblo, Springs, Denver, and Northern Colorado. My name is Chris Lopez. I've got my great panel of Envision Advisors agents from our respective markets that come talk to us about some stats that we're seeing, come talk about some deals that they've done the last you know few weeks or last month or so. And of course, if you want all the details for the stats, numbers, or graphs, go to the show notes in the blog post, and you can see all the stats on there to get all the, the numbers. If you want to help on putting a deal together or getting more of these deals that we're talking about, reach out to our agents on here. So starting from the South, we have Jenny Bayless talking Pueblo and Springs. Hey, Jenny, how are you? Great. How about you guys? Doing really good. Going up the front range, we got... Preston Newberry up here in Denver. How's it going, Chris? Really good. And then going up 25 more, we got Newt Weiler up in Loveland and doing Northern Colorado. Hello, Newt. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. All right. So we got stats. We got deals. We'll start down south again with you, Jenny. Um, give us a high level for like, you know, just price activity and the stats that jumped out to you. Yeah. So what was most interesting was price and sales. Um, so sales month over month change, meaning from February to March, went up 40%. And it's only down about a few hundred units from this time last year, which I found very interesting because we were really kind of treading water for the last couple couple months in terms of sale volume. Um, and then what also jumped out to me was median sales price month over month went up four and a half percent from February to March. We're still down 3.2% from March of last year. But the gap that we talked about last month is getting closed in. Um, so I wanted to take a look real quick just for like some benchmarking and June of 2022 was the highest median sales price at 495,000. And last month, February of 2023, was the lowest median sales price of 440,000. And now we're back up to 460 for median sales price. So I thought that was really interesting that, you know, it's still going to probably reflect a negative year over year at least through June, for sure. Um, I, I can't imagine it would, you know, uh, balloon up, up that point. But um, I just thought that it was interesting that the gap is getting thinner um, compared to where we kind of thought that the stats were going to land. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And mm -hmm. do you think that's just reflective, Jenny, of kind of what's going on in the market? I know we've started to see an uptick in acti activity, especially up here in Denver, but are you seeing the same thing in the Springs? Absolutely, yeah. Pe people yep. are out shopping. It's, I, I don't know you know, exactly the sentiment behind it, but I don't know if people just need to move or, or what the deal is with that. But yeah, very interesting. You wouldn't really think um, it would be as strong as it is with all the negative headlines and everything. Yeah. And there's no crazy, we could tell like no crazy, because I mean, 440 to 460 month over month is a, is a yeah, good size jump. But no mm -hmm. crazy like sample size issues or sold a bunch of expensive homes or didn't sell a bunch of expensive homes or anything. 
Well, I think based on what we're <laughs> what we're noodling through last month, that would yeah. be the average sales price, right? So that would strip that out. Um, but the sales volume went up, so I imagine that it would capture a better population as opposed to just you know two sales at you know one at four forty and one at four sixty or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I, I it seems you know appropriate um, based on based on the chart here. And good point. You're talking median, so you're absolutely right. So I got I got another curveball thrown here for probably not this discussion, but future ones. So about 20 minutes before we were coming in to record the studio, I was leaving a meeting uh, with Paul, uh, investor, um, you know, MBA in real estate, just just brilliant guy, and he's like, "Hey, so for your monthly market updates podcast, why don't you use the Case Schiller Index?" And I was like, "I don't know, Paul." He's like, "Well, it's got great data. Go look at Case Schiller Index for Denver." So I didn't have time to look it up, but I'm going to look it up uh, maybe while we're recording on here. But for the next one, I'm curious if you guys ever compared the local trends from our, our boards with the Case Shiller Index. I have not. I can't say that I have, no. Okay. No. Well, we got some homework for next time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Preston, what are you seeing up here in Denver as far as just stats? I mean, as far as stats go, I think the biggest one for me is that inventory is increasing and you'll see big headlines. I mean, you're, you know, 105% uh up over where we were year over year on active listings in the mls but that still only puts us at about 44 to 4500 active listings um and you know i think we've talked about it a lot but in a balanced market you know we'd have somewhere around you know 12 to fifteen thousand active listings right so um there's still you know low inventory as we recently talked about there's more buyer demand coming online right now. I think we're seeing a lot more activity, just boots on the ground, talking with my agents, doing the deals that I'm doing. There's a lot more activity. And I think that's the biggest thing we're seeing right now is like the numbers may not necessarily show it. And I'm excited to see what happens when we do our April update, because I think things are going to be a lot different than what we're seeing right now from March. There's been a lot of activity in the last 30 days. So you're saying looking forward yep. in a month, just, just, I mean, more volume, higher price increase? Is that what you're alluding to? I think we're going to see higher deal count. I think we're going to see prices coming up a little bit. I know from the deals that we've been seeing that there's definitely been, like I said, a lot more activity and competition. Um, and, you know, even though prices currently show that we're down, you know, roughly about 5% year over year, I think that we're going to see things start to come back around as we move through the spring buying season. So, okay. Newt. Up north, what are you? What are you seeing? And I know uh, you know you've got probably the most uh, geographically diverse market with uh, different towns up there. But what are you seeing up north? Yeah, we're uh, seeing in the volume is up, um, and the active listings are up. Of course, uh, all the the sales, uh, as far as the volume goes, it, we were up in every market basically. But it's interesting. We're seeing that in Longmont and in Greeley. The sales prices year over year from last March were down a little bit. Uh, Fort Collins and Berthoud, Loveland area were both uh, up slightly. So it's just, I don't know, we're kind of all over the place up here. I mean, were, were there were any of the markets like big ups or big downs? Or are we talking a couple points either way? Well, Longmont had an interesting, you and I talked about this a little bit, the negative uh, 10.7% year over year from last March. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a big swing, which, uh, you know, it was a little interesting to see, but, uh, especially last week or since last month, we had it at 6.7% up or 6.3 or something like that. 
Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, like I said, we talked about that for like 10 minutes yesterday. And I don't know, in our, in our 10 minutes, you know, looking at the numbers and I, I couldn't piece together a story as to kind of what was that big swing for Longbond. That was just more, I don't know, it just kind of, it really piqued my curiosity. So I'm really curious to see how it plays out next month. Yeah, uh, but, you know, Fort Collins, uh, the uh, median price has gone up a little bit more again. So it's uh, it's tough to say. We've got a lot of, lot of different markets like Greeley. I would have expected to be a little bit higher in the median price since there's been a lot of activity over there, but it actually went down about, eh, about it was 410 in February. It's down to 408 median price there. Okay. So I think we're hearing similar stories throughout the mm-hmm. markets, which is no surprise. And the something we were chatting about before, and Jenny, you brought up, was that um, the rental activity has picked up in a couple ways. Can you share uh, what you said earlier? Yeah, I mean, so obviously this is just anecdotal. Like I don't have a, a large enough population of, of rental properties to speak for, uh, you know, the whole market or anything. But just observationally for a couple of properties that I've had turnovers in, um, I've had a ton of interest, ton of very qualified applications, um, I've, you know, kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit on pricing and it's a lot different than I feel like last year, last year, it, it felt like there's a little bit more pushback. Um, not, you know, not as easy to, to get a, uh, you know, an easy fill on a, on a vacant unit. Um, but I'm definitely feeling a little bit different, um, this spring for sure. Are any of these units you're uh, you're filling up now? Did they turn over this time last year, or like similar units, like for some comparison sake? Yeah, I mean, all my properties are somewhat similar to one another. Yeah. Um, I did have, yeah, I did have one duplicate unit, so one unit that was empty last year and this year, and this year, I mean, it went within several hours. Is the rent the same, or is it? Did you keep the rent the same, or did you push rent some? I pushed it a little bit. Can you tell us what you're renting for last year? Yeah, like 30 bucks difference. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean not significant, but the rent in general I thought was pretty high. Like it's a it's only a two bedroom home, but it's close to downtown and I um it, you know, in the eighteen hundreds, um, which to me seems very expensive, but um I guess not compared to uh some of the other offerings out there. Yeah. Uh I am curious to see how all the rental data plays out this year and like mm-hmm. the activity is up. I mean, because the, you know, obviously a lot of buyers out of the market, well, they typically have to live somewhere. Now, some will get roommates, some go live with family, but then it pushes a lot of people back in the renter pool. the renter pool, exactly. Um, And that kind of mirrors that that story. And I'll talk about deals some. Preston. Uh, yeah. What, what so, do you see going on right now? What do you have or what have you seen when you put together last little bit? No, I think, you know, with the increased inventory and what we've got going on, I've had some buyers that have kind of come back out of the woodwork. We've started looking around. I just recently got a two bedroom condo in Parker under contract. Um, they had a pretty significant price drop on it and we were able to get it under contract even a little bit under that, which I was really happy to see. Um, but the rental numbers look really, really good. Even talking with property managers and kind of performance some stuff. I mean, we're seeing two bedroom units in Parker and condos renting for 22 to 2,400 bucks a month. Wow. Really? Yeah. Is this like, like downtown Parker or just Parker in general? Uh, not downtown Parker. No, just Parker in general. Wow. Yeah, right near 470. And, uh, I mean, it's a nice complex, got a one car garage, um, and it's under four hundred thousand dollars for a condo. So yeah, 
Yeah. So uh, why why Parker? Because that's the rental market we don't talk a lot, or a market we don't talk a lot about in terms of rental properties. So uh, there's, I think there's a lot of opportunity in Parker. I actually recently moved there, so I've been studying it mm-hmm. a lot more and kind of learning more about it. And there's a decent amount of inventory, and I think that there's a ton of growth potential in Parker. There's still a ton of new construction going on. There's a ton of infrastructure going on. There's just a lot of growth going on down there. And the client that I'm working with doesn't live far from there. wanted something kind of close to home, first rental property, um, likes the area, wanted something, you know, fairly turnkey and nice. And so all the cards just kind of fell into play, but the numbers work and and it's going to be a great deal for them. What's the rough cap rate for? Uh, we're going to be right around a five to five and a half, kind of depending on where we end up renting at and kind of how things play out with the garage because that's and that's other... with property management. Mm-hmm. Okay, so five to five and a half in a new or newish. I'm mean, how old is it? Is built in 2007, I think. Okay, so, so pretty new still. Pretty then. new still, yeah. All right, so new place, turnkey, uh, and Parker. Yep, we're and it's a low five cap rate. Low five All cap right. rate. Got to go in and put some new carpet in. Other than that, it's going to be ready to put on the market. Okay, awesome. Jenny, what about you? What are you seeing down? Uh, my guess is in Pueblo. What are you seeing in Pueblo? Yeah. So favorite deal at the moment. Uh, Leah has it under contract with a client of ours is off market duplex in the Belmont neighborhood, which is, um, you know, we, we do a lot of deals in Belmont. It's right next to CSU Pueblo, all that good stuff. Um, I believe they're buying it for three fifteen. So that's pretty good for a duplex in my opinion um (laughs) yeah especially in you know the belmont neighborhood which is uh pretty popular with tenants and everything so yeah we're we're expecting um a high six cap on this property okay so high six cap and is this uh like what's the what do the rents go for is this typically more like a college rental room by room rental just kind of like a standard long term so it's funny that you mentioned that because it's currently being rented as a room by room rental and uh, the the client is going to turn it into a long term, you know, each unit have a long term uh, tenant in it. So 1200 and 1400 is the estimated rents for, for this one. Okay, so great. Yeah. Um, so duplex down there and... On that, it sounds like the numbers work pretty well for that rent-to-price ratio, right? At a yeah. high six cap rate? It's yeah. All, yeah, it's, it, yeah. You know, was it 0.85? I don't know. I can't do math in my head, but is that close. One of the, uh, <laughs> are you going to do a deal analysis on the uh, Springs podcast? Oh, yeah. When when this one closes, yeah. we will. But the inspection oh, yeah, turned true. out really well, so they should be closing any day now, I think. Um, yeah, I want to see the numbers on this one, like the detailed yeah. numbers. Yeah. Cool. That's great. All right, so... Condo up here in Parker, duplex uh, rental down in Pueblo, and then new. What are you seeing up north uh, in northern Colorado? Well, uh, you know, actually, it's so. Um, we did touch on that uh, that client that we're working with in Vision Advisors. It's going to be selling off his current uh, attached three bed, three bath in Thornton, off of 136th and Holly. Yeah, uh, we're actually going to be going on the market next week on that. So uh, we got to finalize the price, but uh, and so I'll I'll let you know more about that when it's when it's there. But uh, as far as uh, that particular client, actually, he's he's looking at uh, potentially uh, we're looking at uh, vacant land in the Superior area. Interesting. Oh, okay. What's the plan? On the vacant yeah, land? We're, we're thinking about uh, there may be some building opportunity up there. 
Really? Oh, that's really interesting. Because I know, I think originally, if I recall correctly, looking at, I was, I was asking this, like, hey, I think you're looking at some room by room rentals to maximize cash flow. Um, right. And now potentially pivoting towards, is that because he wasn't happy with the numbers on the room by room or just because this opportunity popped up and it's like, wow, it's a really good opportunity? There are some, you know, there's some opportunities out there that, that may actually make sense just uh, with the municipality uh, not having too stringent of rules on the ADU and those types of things. As far as, you know, Boulder County has some rules as far as the the short-term rental that we're kind of looking into, but yeah, uh, there's, there's some things that might pop up that we might be able to make happen for them. All right. Sounds well, like that's... a really cool opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know you've got a lot more. You got some experience with land, Preston. Yeah. What uh, what questions should we pick on these brain on this then? Oh, I'm man. curious, but I don't know what to ask. I mean, there's there's so many, right? And it's so much of it comes down to due diligence and working with each municipality and figuring out what it's going to take to get, um, you know, all the infrastructure there if it's not already there as far as, you know, roads and, you know, utilities and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of costs associated with that. So just kind of depends on how, how developed the land is and what's going on there. And then, you know, from there looking at zoning and, and all the different regulations regarding what you can and can't build. So, um, yeah, it, it can be pretty, pretty thorough, but there's always opportunity when there's work put involved, you know? All right. Great. All right. So we went through stats, went through deals. We talked about rentals. I got my things checked off here. Do you guys have any other like questions or comments or stats or deals or fun stories to share about? Not really. I think I'm just excited about where things are going. I mean, obviously, you know, over the last quarter of last year and first part of this year, things have been a little bit slower, but we're definitely starting to see an uptick in activity and, you know, interest rates have kind of chilled out a little bit. So people are more comfortable with that and we're into the spring buying season. And so I think there's just a lot of pent up demand that we're starting to see come back into the market. And I think it's going to be a really, really good time to buy and it's going to be a good spring season for us. Okay. Jenny Newt, thank you guys. Any, any final thoughts, stats? Well, I was actually just thinking about how it seems like you guys are uh, starting to get a little bit of a rush over us. And, you know, I, I'm starting to see that uh, the days on market have gone up in almost all of these markets up here by about 20 days year over year from last year. So it seems like it's a slow start for us up here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, everyone. Appreciate you coming out and listening. If you want more, if you want the detailed stats on here, go to the blog post. We've got all the stats copied on there and we've got more stats if you need it. If you have a particular question, reach out to us. We always, always love taking the questions, debating the best data to look at. If you got a data point you want to know more about or a suggestion, um, let us know. It's what we like to learn and debate about. And the new Jenny Preston, thank you guys for coming on the call for 30 minutes. I appreciate it. We'll Thanks, see you Chris. all next month. Bye, everyone. See ya.